What's going on, everybody? This is Black Men Sundays. I'm your host, Corey Sylvester Murray. We're talking about generational wealth. We're talking about finance. And of course, we're talking about business. It's a Black Man Sunday. Time to put all childish things away. I refuse to be the man I was yesterday. Gotta put my best and before we introduce today's guest, my man, Eric from Huntsville, Alabama, who do you have for our Black Men Sunday Spotlight? Today's Spotlight is going to be focused on this guy named Daryl Davis. You may not have heard of him, but I'm going to give you a little, little tidbits of him. Daryl Davis was once an aspiring, successful musician. He played with Chuck Berry, B.B. King, Jerry, Jerry Lee Lewis, and Muddy Waters, old school cat. However, his true claim to fame the legacy he forged came in a very different way. You see, Daryl Davis went out of his way to befriend a KKK Grand Wizard by the name of Roger Kelly. He spent years building trust between them and laying down a foundation what to become a friendship. Now, they broke bread together each other's house. They welcomed each other in their homes. Davis even went so far as attending a clan meeting and clan rallies as a guest of Mr. Kelly. Most importantly, Davis cultivated an atmosphere of listening. See, he didn't hate Kelly because Kelly hated him. Instead, he listened to Roger, and eventually, Kelly started listening to him. So what happened? This led to the two realizing that they had far more in common than not. So in the end, Kelly, which was the Grand Wizard, denounced his ties with the KKK, and so much, he handed his hood and robe over to Daryl Davis. Now, in total, Davis has seen over 200 Klan members walk away from the KKK in hand and hand over their robes to the hoods to Daryl. Daryl Davis is a world changer. What he did, he replaced hate with love because love conquers hate every time. That's my spotlight today, Mr. Daryl Davis, showing that, hey, it only takes one to change a nation. Back to you, Corey. Mm, my man, Eric from Hunts, Vegas, Alabama. I appreciate that Black Men Sunday spotlight, man. But we have to go on and introduce today's guest. We have Jacoby Waters on the show. This brother's the founder and CEO of Young Men of Distinction. That's for brothers 7 to 18 years of age. We're going to get into all that. This brother's an entrepreneur. This brother has a Bachelor of Science in Music from FAMU. You know, I went to FAMU, so we had to have his brother on the show. And this brother was raised in Riviera Beach, Florida. That's the raw for the folks down south you know we just had councilman lawson on here a few weeks ago so we're gonna have a good time and have a great show first off jacoby waters brother how you doing welcome to black men sundays brother hey man how you doing man thank you for having me on this on this beautiful sunday definitely so let's go on and get started man you know how do we change the narrative of uh minority young men today we have to as the men we need to change the narrative with ourselves uh i would definitely say right now the media how they're I, I told somebody I'm literally watching the estate of the black the black man. And we gotta really reclaim our throne and reclaim our title so our young man can be able to follow, follow suit. Okay, got you, man. And um you're the founder and CEO of Young Men of Distinction. So tell us about that. What is that? So Young Men of Distinction, it was or it is an organization I started back in 2019. And I was just the person that I don't believe in being just a nagger, a complainer. 
I'm all about being part of the solution. And whatever I can do my part in this world to help change the narrative instead of especially our young Black men, I am 1,000% going to do my best. Um, I'm also a father of four Black men of my own, so I'm trying to carve out a legacy, not only for future generations to come, but my own sons and my own household to see what trail their father has laid while he was on this earth. So, I mean, you said you started it back in um, 2019 when I was looking it up. It said you have uh, black men ages seven to ages 18. So, you know, what like what are you doing? How how are you enhancing uh, the black men experience from like, for our young brothers? So first off, I allow them to be who they are. I, I let them know off the rip. I'm transparent as the adult and I'm vulnerable with our young men to show them that it's okay as an adult, I can admit when I'm wrong. I know growing up, I my father, my grandfather's very headstrong young men, so I had a strong foundation of men growing up in uh, Riviera Beach and especially having neighbors. So I had I grew up with a sense of strong black men. And then to realize that as I've transitioned and gotten older, and realized I was one of the few in my neighborhood that lived in a two-parent household. So, you know, I realized that how how blessed I was to be in that type of environment, fostered in that type of environment. So that's what I do with our young men. I try to foster a healthy relationship, let them know that it's okay to be you. And I accept you for who you are. You don't have to change. You don't have to be this, this water bead in front of me That's because that doesn't impress me. Being you, that's what pressed me more. And I get them equipped to where once they graduate high school, they go out into the world. They feel like they already can compete and they understand their value. That's another thing I try to teach them is understanding your worth. I teach them entrepreneurship. You know, try to be the owner of the team, not just be an NBA player or a football player. What about being the owner? And, you know, I do tell them, like, try it first. If it don't work, okay, your role might be an employee. Don't feel bad because not everybody can be chiefs. We sometimes need great Indians to be able to support a great chief. And, um, you know, you said entrepreneurship. Uh, let's talk about that because, as I said in the, in the intro, you're an entrepreneur. I feel like all brothers, naturally, we naturally are entrepreneurs. We just don't really... Sometimes we will have these great ideas, but we don't really know how to execute them. So, you know, talk about yourself being an entrepreneur and things of that sort. First off, I've always had the mentality of wanting to be an entrepreneur. Um, starting Young Men Station was actually not my first dream. My first dream was inspired by Master P. I wanted to start a record label, uh, but I wanted to expound upon his vision when he started on living. I wanted my record label to be where distribution, everything happened at the label. So where big labels had to come to me and I cut out the middleman to where we're, distrib we're distributing the label readers at the time, CDs. If I know what I know now that it was going to evolve to streaming, yeah, my mindset would have been a little bit different. But uh, so that's why I said I looked up to a person like Master P where I I got into the whole mindset of being an entrepreneur. 
And then when I started Young Men of Distinction, uh, I, like I said, just seeing a lot of what was going on in the media, especially with our young black men, and me being a black man myself, I'm like, I know there's a tons of positive young black men. I can't let the media go ahead and spread all these false narratives about, about us as black men. So I was like, what can I do to do my part? And that's where Young Men Distinction was birthed. And like I said, my style of entrepreneurship is I make sure everybody plays a part, even the boys. I let them know that they have a stake in the organization just as more as I do. I said, because without them, you know, there is no group. So I give them that sense of they already have that entitlement of I own Young Men Distinction. I work for y'all. Y'all are y'all assist my bosses. So um, that's like I said, that's what led me to the world of entrepreneurship. Like I said, I had that mind frame, I want to say around six years old, and it just continued to foster until I birthed a young man of distinction. Let's stay on the entrepreneurial side of things. So we know we have uh, young men of distinction. You have any other business ventures? Because you know we do. We know we talk about our generational wealth as well. Do you have any business ventures you have going on that you could share with us? Sure. Uh, I'm actually working on an initiative, another bi a business venture, um, partnering with uh, Youth One Studios, where we are working on, it's called Youth Broadcasting Sports Academy. Uh, what that encompass is we get our young men, our young ladies, our youth into the world of broadcasting. So they go interview like the Little League athletes, like if you're, uh, let's say, somebody at rec at football, we go and interview. So we get our kids ready for the world of, you know, I told somebody that eventually with this practice, like we practice with our youth, knowing how to be able to conduct the interview, knowing how to speak, articulate themselves while giving an interview and be able to translate that to when they eventually go off to college they wouldn't necessarily need a publicist or how to speak when they're being interviewed. They've already been trained since the age of six, seven, being constantly interviewed, going through that process to where they can know how to be able to micromanage themselves while conducting the interview. Like, knowing they can still be themselves, but also knowing what I can and cannot say. So that's a business adventure that currently working on uh in the final stages to get ready to launch that towards the end of this year got you and is a uh, young men of distinction is that a 501c nonprofit yeah. or yes yeah, so it's a 501c3 gotcha okay yeah i just wanted to wanted to get that in there okay cool well uh stage is open fellas y'all have any questions i got a couple more for them so yeah this is kalali out of maryland i got a question for you so um, you 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 were speaking about you know how you working with the the young men and things like that, and that was spawned out of your, um, out of your desire to do something you know to kind of combat some of the negative narratives out out there about young black men, and we know as you know we know as black men coming up that especially when you're young as a black man you could get labeled with different kind of you know you can get different kind of negative labels put on you. Have you have you spoken to any of the young men in your organization or all the young men in your organization about what to do uh, when people try to put those negative labels on you or how to how to navigate that in society and how to deal with that? Yes. Uh, yes, I have. Uh, for instance, 
I I run down. I I like I tell them I use myself. I say I have dreads. I have a beard. My ears are pierced. I have tattoos. But when I go into these corporate arenas, I know how to articulate myself. So that already I debunk a lot of stereotypes when I first walk through the door. And like I just told them, just be yourself and know how to be confident within you. So that's why I try to train them first to start with them. Because without them loving themselves and really having that sense of confidence within themselves, anybody can easily tear you down with one simple comment, one simple word, or phrase. So like I said, I, I really focus on building that inner confidence within themselves. Now that's awesome. Um... I do got a follow-up question too. You were talking about some of the uh, business ventures that you're doing, a couple of different business ventures that you're doing. Um, have you um, thought about or gotten a chance to, or have any of the uh, uh, young men in your organization actually expressed their interest in being, you know, and learning about these different business event, uh, diff different business ventures and taking a part in that and, and, and perhaps learning, you know, how, you know, even if it's a 501c3 uh, or a different organization, how that organization grows? Yes, I have. Uh, my recent graduate that's currently, he's actually on my staff now, he just came out the gate, guns are blazing. He's been with me, I think this year is three years now, and he's just a bright young man. You know, he already broke a lot of the stereotypes because uh, he's a teenage father. So, but I always keep him encouraged. I, I'm his, one of his biggest supporters, and he really, like, he he hands on my every word. Uh, I joke I joke with him and say, you wouldn't be in a group if you wasn't, uh, <laughs> if you was a deadbeat father. So I joke with him about that. He laughs and say, yeah, I know. But I really, I tell him all the time how proud I am because I see him with his daughter. Like I said, I just give him words of encouragement, affirmation, and he wants to really get into electrician. So I really help these young men, whatever aspirations they want to do, I give them the tools and the resources, people I may know, to point them in that right direction to be able to help grow their own business themselves. No, that's that's definitely awesome. Definitely applaud you for the work you're doing in the community. You know, just want to encourage you to keep it up. Um, how how uh how important do you think it is? I mean, we know that it's important. But I guess I just want to expand. I want you to expound a little bit. How important do you think it is that that young men have other male role models that they could kind of, you know, either walk in the footsteps of or gain some mentoring from or gain advice from how, how important and how, how, how uh, much of a transformation have you seen kind of being able to, to provide an organization that does that? Uh, I say for me, I've, it's very important first off for other men to encourage our young, our young uh, future kings uh, in this world, you know, especially, like I said, with all the adversity that's going on, like I said, compared to how I grew up to how these kids are growing up now, I say it's like night and day. So really being that support system to them, instead of being that, I'm that person, I'm not a dream killer. I've had one, one of the guys, I think my very first year, he said he wanted to start uh, a cannabis ice cream business. Mm -hmm. It came out of left field when he said it because I wasn't, I was, it was very foreign to me, but mm -hmm. I didn't destroy that dream. 
I just, you know, ask some questions. Like, I really, I'm the, I'm the type of person that is, I let the kids educate me on different aspirations they have. I have a young man that's interested in robotics. I literally will sit there and like, okay, I'm curious. Like, tell me more about the robotics. I really don't know. So, like, to hear from the kids, their like their knowledge on certain things, it's it's amazing. Us as black men, we just need to really take the time with our young men just to listen. That's what they value more is the time. Yeah, they can get the money. Yeah, you can do all this and that. That's that's great. But spending time to really pour into them, nourishing, nourishing them to be that, you know, because like I said, I look at them as they the ones I got to lean on, you know, when I get in my, my 60s and 70s for Social Security, I got to lean on them. Uh, so I, I need them. So I need to be really making sure I'm pouring into them and making sure that they grow up to be outstanding young men and success in their own right, not just with material but overall success i definitely thank you for that yeah like i said definitely want to keep you encouraged appreciate everything you're doing um as we know a lot of this stuff has to start right locally in the community and then we could grow out you know hopefully to make bigger movements but it definitely is most important right there in the community and that's where you are so definitely appreciate everything you're doing definitely appreciate you coming on talking to us today thank you yeah, definitely. Great stuff. And do you have any uh any partnerships, any companies that you partner with that if you know if a child says, Hey, I want to be a dentist, you have a dentist that you can call that's aligned with young men of distinction? Uh yeah, if not, if I don't have a direct partnership, I may know somebody that could definitely point them in the right direction. Uh we've worked very well with uh other community organizations like United Way of Parmish County. Um, we work with AVDA, which is, a, is an organization against uh, domestic violence, which we're a part of their grant, uh, which I just came back not too long ago from Washington, D.C. Uh, as part of their, their grant, uh, they'll be in a grantee, and we're a project partner, because theirs is focusing on engaging men. So those are just a few of the partners uh, like I said, I, I I have other organizations or people I may know come and do a presentation for our guys. And like I said, definitely give them the information so that they can uh, create that avenue for, for themselves. You guys spoke a little bit about mentoring. You know, I'm a mentor. And a lot of times when I go to schools, when I go to community centers, a lot of times outside of the mentor the mentors that are the owners that, you know, they may have their their son there, their father as mentors, but outside of them, a lot of times I'm the only black man there, period. You know, you see a lot of women, but I'm like, why am I the only black man here? So what can we do to convince brothers to be mentors? I've struggled with that with the group. Uh, thank goodness I do. Re I recently was able to add a guy because uh, at one point, I was the only guy on my staff and was a staff of women until recently when I was able to get a young man that was believed in my vision to be able to come on my, on my staff and really be that other guy that they get to see, get to hear. And he's a little bit older than me. So he gets that, you know, they get two different perspectives from me and him. Uh, Cause I'm, 
I'm about to say my age. I'm I'm 34, so I'm not that close to that age, but I'm not that old. So it's like I'm like right in the middle. So that was another reason why I added uh the young man that just graduated recently on my staff to give that sense of balance. So they have that almost like they have three generations right there at their fingertips. Uh so but to encourage men, some men may not know how to be a mentor. Some men may feel with, you know, if they if they had a, a checkered past, they're not a good fit to be a mentor. That's not true. Because your story may inspire our young men to not go, you can inspire them not to go down that path you went. You could be the one saying, this is what happened when you went, when you go the opposite way. You know, you know, you can still be a mentor and really pour into our youth, you know, good, bad, or indifferent. Just, you know, just it's all about putting that effort out there to really make a difference. Okay, because, you know, a lot of times I'll talk to brothers and I'm like, you know, why aren't you being a mentor? You know, you drop your kids off to, to the community center. Why don't you hang out, be a mentor there as well? They go, oh, man, I don't have time for that. These bad kids, they talking back and I'm trying to school them and they trying to tell me they know everything. So I don't want to waste my time doing that. I hear a lot of brothers saying that. Do you have a comment on that? I hear people say that I have I had some of my staff that were that will say that. But I tell them that I literally sit there and I listen to them. I really try to tap into their world. If you really understand them, then you would you get a better sense of the picture. And I'll tell that to any man. Really just sit down with a young man, take that that statement that they feel like they know everything and really sit down and and have them tell you about their life story. Tell them, like, ask them, like, what do they see? Uh, I recently did a workshop with my guys. I had a mirror. I had all of them look in the mirror and tell me what they see within themselves. Some stuff was dark. Some was light. Like I said, I ended up leaving it, and I was like, wow. Like, I left profound. And I said, really hearing from them what they feel about themselves it helped me to be like, all right, what what can I do as a mentor to like to help them see the value I see in them? How can I help change the narrative and their thought process if it was bad? How I get them to change it? So it just because uh, I'm competitive, it just fired up the juices in me to want to make sure I am that role model that's continuing myself to better myself to be a great mentor to my guys in the group okay y'all good well before i let you go man the last two are gonna be the easy questions like i said you have a bachelor of science in music from famu were you in the band uh, i was in the i was in concert choir okay okay well hey listen you know famu music because a lot of brothers i know that uh have that bachelor of science in music they said it wasn't it wasn't as easy as you think that there was some work man so so Ooh, the it, fact that you were able <laughs> yeah so the fact that you did that and and you know you have the young men of distinction man i definitely salute you you know you definitely make us fam you brothers look good out here man how important is exposing our black men and black women at a young age how vital is that because when, i feel like when brothers and sisters get in the high schools and colleges I feel like we fall behind because of the lack of exposure. I feel like it's very important. Um, that's why I make a conscious effort in my group to expose them to all the different options that's on the table. Um, I know it was it was taboo at the time when I did it, but I'm so happy I did 
I did workshop focusing on the armed armed forces. And I know in the black community that's something we kind of steer away our kids from going, but I wanted them to hear the different branches of the of the armed forces, understanding the the benefits to being in the armed forces. My father was a Marine. So uh yes, I didn't choose that route because that wasn't for me, but you know, for him, he ended up becoming a Morehouse man. He got his degree in accounting, and he's now, you know, he's making six figures uh, in corporate America. So, like I said, my father is a product of being in the armed forces. They also teach them about trade schools. Uh, like, you know, trades are important. Uh, not everybody is meant to go to college. I, like I said, by lay that out on the table, the college option, workforce, trade school, armed forces. So, when they make that sound decision, it's more of they they understand what's in front of them than what is taught in the schools, which in the schools, honestly, to say is only talking about going to college or going to work. It's slowly trade schools are starting to be talked about, but that is not being pushed as strong as it should be. So I try to make sure when it comes to our youth, it's very important to expose them to all the options that's in front of them because they can make better sound decisions instead of going to college, they regret it, and now they got to the long debt. So you already start way behind the eight ball versus they may go to a trade school and do something that they love and they're passionate, and they eventually own their own HVAC company. That's always going to, you're going to need somebody to fix your AC. You're always going to need somebody to do some plumbing. You create that business, that's something that's attainable. That's attainable generational wealth that you continue to pass on to generation to generation. I appreciate you for coming on Black Men Sundays. Last question, man. Did you enjoy yourself coming on the show, brother? Absolutely. Uh, it's always good to be around Black men that's positive, doing the right things. Like, like I said, I always you know, want to encourage my brothers to continue to support each other. So I'm very happy and appreciate to be on today. Definitely. And uh, you have a website. How can brothers contact you? So you can, uh, I, I run the, the website for youngmanestation.org. Uh, you can uh, find me on Facebook at Jacoby Waters. Uh, or LinkedIn is Jacoby Waters as well. Uh, but you can follow the group. The group has, uh, we are all social media. Young Man Distinction is the, the group. All right, brother. Hey, I appreciate you. I appreciate you spending, you know, taking some time out of your day to spend some time with us on Black Men Sundays. And with that said, brother, we out of here and enjoy the rest of your week. All right. Thank you, guys. You have a blessed Sunday. Yes, sir. Peace. It's a Black Man Sunday. Time to put all childish things away.